0: all right welcome to the robert show everyone i'm super happy to host uh, jeff denworth co-founder vast data today with me uh jeff welcome to the robert show awesome to be here
1: thank you for having me
0: thanks uh jeff in uh I, last week i was at re, uh reinvent and um uh, uh, I got to learn about a lot about Vast data platform, but uh, would you like, for, just for our audience, would you like to give a brief outline of what uh, it is uh, that you do?
1: Sure, sure. Um, okay, so, so what is the Vast data platform? Uh, I think a lot of companies use this term in the marketplace. I'll tell you how we define it. Um, yeah. When we started... Uh, what we looked at was the the market landscape and we realized that there were a ton of challenges with the way distributed systems were built uh, up until now um, oftentimes pretty much any any modern data system that you can find is built from an architecture that came from google like 20 years ago uh, when they built something called the google file system they put out a white paper it was really famous um and there's like a hundred billion dollar industry that's kind of sprung out of that as we started to think about the needs of, of modern AI applications, what we realized is that you needed something that was much more transactional um, and much more sophisticated than what you found in the market. So we, we basically sought out to build a new distributed systems architecture. We'd, we'd argue it was the first one in 20 years that makes Flash really affordable, really scalable, and um, presents data in a number of ways that are in particular very important to um, large enterprises and service providers. So um, we have a data store that holds files and objects. We have a database that's designed for both structured transactions as well as analytics. And then what's coming early next year is something that we call the data engine, which is basically functions and triggers built into this software platform that allow us to kind of convert unstructured data, which is historically what um, you know people build very large archives around and things like this for, into structured data that businesses can actually work with. And so it's kind of this thinking machine that we're building um over time
0: okay this is these are pretty good insights uh jeff thanks for that uh sure. in terms of uh you know uh, last week even at uh, aws reinvent or before that at big data london where i was uh i've been hearing a lot around gender and, and we all know we've been everyone is talking about gender and the the real applications that are actually coming out of it uh e, e, you know you so like i want to definitely touch base on uh, the funding round that you recently had uh, but do you uh, was it mainly impacted by gen ai moment or can you explain what's role in generative ai or ai in general and how it's helping your business uh would love to learn a little about that as well
1: sure sure so so
0: you know ai models
1: uh get trained with data and mm-hmm. um once those models are published out into inference infrastructure they create a lot of data in the form of user prompt and user data that's being created and logs and stuff like that and all of this needs to work in like a constant process and so um we've been really fortunate that um if you build this new scalable architecture that makes uh, managing your data really affordable and is at the center of what generative ai is really good at which is understanding unstructured data um, we've, been, we've been working with some of the world's largest AI uh, model builders as well as model executors um, in mm-hmm. the world, right? So that extends to large enterprises that are now trying to figure out a way to use generative AI for, to basically enhance all their, their business, their products, and their services. It right. includes some of the world's largest technology companies like the web scale vendors that are launching these new AI-based services. Um, But where you also find us is um, as the back end of of really scalable new AI clouds. So these are some of the big cloud infrastructure players that are just starting to come onto the scene in a very big way. Um, Companies like CoreWeave and Core42 and Lambda. um, Some of the biggest GPU deployments um, that are happening right now are happening in, you know, not the classic tier one service providers that you know, And so um, those organizations are playing a game of catch-up. They have a tiger by the tail with respect to GPU deployments. uh, And and really what they need is something that's secure and multi-tenant to manage your data. uh, And that's where we come in. So all these clouds are being now built off of the vast data platform. And that in particular has really propelled our business very, very quickly over the last couple of quarters.
0: Okay, pretty interesting. Uh, And uh, thanks for sharing that. Uh, We also talk with companies all the time about the vision of the data stack, I believe WAST might call it an AI data stack. And that's what, uh, you know, obviously, I, I spoke to a lot of leaders out there as well. And they mentioned about it. But yeah, any thoughts around that?
1: Well, I think if you if you kind of look at what's happening in the market, actually, there was a publication that came from an investment firm called Guggenheim the other day, and they said kind of hyper growth, the hyper growth phase is over. And they basically rolled out like all these big data players and said, these guys aren't growing more than like 30% anymore. Um, but if you think about the new data stack, and here we see like large language models on top of a data platform, on top of um, new AI clouds, on top of um let's say you know kind of like very popular processors for ai computing like nvidia you have a whole new class of technologies that are growing doubling tripling quadrupling in business every year and so as we kind of think about the new data stack it's um it is a it is a very much a kind of like an epicenter of growth in the market right now and we're the the data layer that sits between the hardware and the clouds that deploy this hardware and the mm-hmm. applications that get run on top of this
0: okay that's uh, pretty good, and, and just just a follow up question on that. Uh, I I also know uh, about the new category of data infrastructure that you're creating. Do you want to share a little about that, Jeff?
1: Well, um, it's it's interesting. You, you know, the term I mentioned earlier, data platform, it has um, you know kind of classic understanding in the space where you know you've got very very large and popular companies like snowflake and databricks that are taking data platforms out to market but the the realization that we made is that they're really focused on big data business intelligence reporting kind of classic business applications you can't take like a a genome and easily put it in a data warehouse you can't take a video and put it in a data warehouse the interesting thing is that that class of data, unstructured data, is growing at um, its its size roughly at like twenty times bigger than the data that can fit naturally into a database or a data warehouse. And so, what we see is if you build a, de- a like a, a deep learning data platform, there's a mm-hmm. massive opportunity that's twenty times larger than the classic big data opportunity that is only possible because of neural networks and because of GPUs. Right. So. Really exciting times because now you can take like most of the world's data that's been sitting in archives and has been dormant, you can start to ask questions from it, and you can start to discover upon it. It's not been possible up until just very recently. Wow,
0: I, I can only imagine building a new category it takes so much uh, work and so much research at the same time, and you'll have gotten that journey in uh, making that mark. So, thanks for sharing that, Jeff. Uh, uh, also, uh just just on this question on December 7th the WAST announced it's series e-funding round we your vast is cash flow positive in um, is there is there any particular reason you're raising fund uh funding right uh funding round right now or uh any any thoughts around that
1: well um when you when you built a business that's roughly tripling on an annualized mm-hmm. basis, at the level that we are, you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars of ARR uh, annualized revenue, um, right. and it's cash flow positive. You can imagine that we get a lot of investor interest. Um, now, cash flow positivity, to your point, means that you know it, it, we don't really need funding. Like there's um, there's not a good application for it here, um, but we do use these things. A we use it to generate interest, right? Um, a it's, it generates interest in the bank, um, but really, you know, in terms of overall global visibility, we want people to understand that something new and very special is happening here. And so um, we've almost tripled our valuation between now and 2021. If you think about this, like most of the market is really down since then. So we're overperforming at a time where people are still underperforming. And we wanted to tell the world that And, and having really like top tier investors like um, like Fidelity and NEA and and Bond and and Drive Capital, like these are organizations that are making very
0: serious bets, uh, and to have them come in and validate us has been re- very special. That's awesome and congrats! So and uh, congrats again on you know the CVZ funding. It definitely uh, you. gives you gives you that uh, positive push as well in terms of the valuation and other stuff that he just mentioned. Uh, talking about that, uh, I what should customers expect from VAST in the next year or from a product standpoint? Do you wanna share anything around that?
1: Um, well, from a product perspective, I think you can see a few things happening. One is we're, we're off creating um, partnerships with uh, many of the world's largest cloud builders, and we're creating partnerships with some of the world's largest uh, server vendors that are basically putting servers either in public or private cloud data centers. And so um, from a portability perspective, we kind of think about VAST as like the, um, the, the data center operating system or the data center data operating system that will basically be everywhere. And so we're uh-huh. working a lot to make sure that we, wherever a customer wants to deploy their data, uh, we have a solution for them. And then on top of it, adding more and more intelligence into the system by adding uh, more sophisticated um, computing functions is a big part of like, where we're going in terms of making this thing think for itself
0: okay that's awesome uh also one one interesting question that i've been asking all the data leaders all the ai leaders out there uh since we are just around uh, the corner 2024 is just gonna come uh are there any interesting data predictions for 2024 uh that we can put on record by jeff
1: uh the hype machine will not slow down is my bet how about that
0: <laughs> okay yeah uh, no, i think it's amazing
1: uh, think to see nice. the investments that customers are are planning to make next year so i think this is going to go on for a very long time and we're we're really fortunate to be right in the center of it
0: love it uh this is uh awesome jeff i can't wait to see uh what's next for vast and uh you mentioned about like obviously air. you also mentioned about uh, the india market and you'll be here in mumbai so uh happy to catch up in uh, we'll talk more about it in a different session for sure uh, but do you want to share anything on top of your mind if you want to
1: um so we we've just started our um kind of like our our asia pacific expansion and um we have now a new sales leader that's coming gentleman by the name of sunil and he's um, I, I have to say, like, every time I talk to him, the only country he can talk about, it seems, most of the time is India. So um, we've nice. been fortunate to be introduced to some really large um, and very progressive
0: customers throughout Around India. And um, we're really excited about the potential for the platform there. Awesome. Can't wait. In uh, all the best to capture the capture nice. the APAC market as well. And uh, quick one, Jeff, if folks want to reach out to you, learn more about WAST, uh, where can they reach out?
1: You can reach out to me at jeff at vastdata.com. But if you want to reach out to Vast, you have to go to vastdata.com.
0: Awesome. This was great, Jeff. Thanks for doing it. And thanks for taking the time out. Uh, looking forward to seeing the great heights that Vast is reaching, for sure. Cool. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Really cool. Awesome. Thank you very much.